to the Ungovernables, the Captain's Crew, the McCroins, and the LFA family coming to you live from the heart of America, Nashville, Tennessee, on rumble.com slash LFA TV. This is Ungoverned after a very eventful night, I will tell you. Uh, we went to a Young Republicans meeting last night here in Nashville, met an amazing group of people. Uh, we went and did the Make America Laugh Again stream for an abbreviated 40 minutes until there were technical problems. Uh, I woke up at 3.30 in the morning with a killer migraine, cold sweats, nausea, and all sorts of craziness. Luckily, that seems to have subsided. I don't know what that was about. And uh, we woke up this morning to an amazingly healthy uh, litter, as usual, with the kittens. A bunch of McGroins in the Ungovernables chat. We have a, a crossover McGroin. Matthias is a new McGroin. He's like a, he's growing a big McGroin in the chat right now. Hilarious. All the names. Just great to see all of this happening this morning. And a potential new house speaker. So we're going to talk about that this morning as well. Um, and also, if you could, uh, I, I would ask um, someone, I think uh, MD Norton was asking, where's Brennan? You were talking to your friend uh, right over there. So uh, Brennan's got a friend. I'm not going to mention his name. We're not going to. Oh, you did. Okay. Brennan's friend, Ellie Ron, is uh, in Israel. He's how old is he? He's 24 or so. And did his mandatory service in the IDF, right? And now he's in the reserves. Just got called in uh, to the war. So she was chatting with him, and uh, if we could just get some prayers for him and some good energy sent his way, uh, you know, it, it's it, war is serious, folks. That's just what's going on over there in Israel. So we do have somebody I've never met him, but um, he seems like a sweetheart. No, you, no. Goes, is that yeah, is that Brennan's boyfriend? <laughs> I sure hope not. Uh, no, I think um, it's just uh, someone she knows uh, from. From I don't know what you meant on TikTok or something, right? Back in, on Musically, in Musically, Musically, back when it was Musically. Wow. Musically, yeah. uh, so he's being um, he's being called into war, uh, and so you know we hope he's all right. Um, you know, at first he wasn't going to be called in. Now he's being called in. So and listen, war is it's what is it good for? Absolutely nothing, right? We know that it's it sucks, right? It's really sad. Uh, we hope he's all right. We hope he's going to be all right. But that's that's some of the news that we had this morning from from there. So we do have a, I don't want to say a contact. That's not how I want to think of him. But we have somebody who we know who is serving over there right now. Um, so we hope that he's all right. If everybody can, you know, send a prayer his way, keep him safe. Uh, that would be that would be very uh, appreciated, much appreciated. Not on our end, not just on our end, but on his end as well. Uh, please make sure that you are sharing. I see a lot of people. Is Angry Hot Dog a new face? I think so. I th- Angry Hot Slightly. Dog. They've been around a little bit. You've been around a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you to all of the McGroins. Uh, folks, the McGroins on Truth Social have an amazing Truth Social group. They're so fun. I was just in there chatting with them last night. So much fun. What a, what a hilarious family. And I'm going to put uh, hopefully something out maybe this weekend on the McGroin story and what happened with this. I was holding McGroin a couple of years ago. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. Belt Loops Matter is a terrorist organization. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> is that a Black Lives Matter? And there was a thing back in uh, 2020 where they took an O and put it in front of Black Lives Matter. There was like people would graffiti Black Lives Matter. 
on like the wall and then it said black olives matter <laughs> it was the funniest so that's pretty cool um graham allen this morning said the threat by hamas is viable had a list of cities nashville was on it so please be safe tomorrow yeah there's that day of jihad now look shaken mcgroin what met you in nashville okay great right redneck riviera i do remember that I do remember meeting Shaken McGroin because I remember going, I met one of the McGroins in person. It was so cool. That was so much fun uh, meeting the McGroins. So not only are they, a cool, are they a cool truth social group, but awesome people too. That was a, one of the most fun experiences ever. Hanging out, the table we were sitting at, by the way. No offense to anybody else's table who was at Redneck Riviera at Dan's show. We had the best table. We had, we had a Bills fan at our table. The lady next to us was hilarious. She kept saying her butt hurt, remember? She said, these chairs hurt my ass. Yeah. <laughs> everything about it, my ass hurts. <laughs> it was Everything was about her ass. It was hilarious. So much fun. Uh, great people we met um, at the Dan Bongino show at uh, Redneck Riviera. John Rich's bar. That was cool. Um, now, yeah, tomorrow is a big, wow, we have a big red McGroin. <laughs> I can't get over these names. Guys. I can't get over these names. Uh, this Tomorrow is this day of jihad now. Now, look, I'm going to tell you this. I'm not telling you to let your guard down. But uh, I lived on Long Island post 9-11, pre-9-11, through 9-11. There were so many of these threats um, that we lived through where, oh, today is the day and this group is calling for it. Now, the only reason why I think this is different and potentially more credible is because this group, Hamas, has been openly trying to get the rest of the Arab world, the rest of the Muslim world, involved in this war against Israel and against the West. And, you know, this might be one of the most credible threats we've had. So if everybody tomorrow, if you're going to be out in some of those major cities, please keep your head on a swivel. As uh, Dan Bongino always says on his show, stay frosty, right? Uh, because that's, this is not something to joke about. Today, we're going to talk about the House Speaker, and I'm going to give you both sides of what I've heard about Steve Scalise, okay? Um, I preferred Jim Jordan. Just I want to be straight up with you. Take the bias out of the equation. I preferred Jim Jordan, and he still may be the Speaker, folks, because Scalise only was elected by the GOP conference with 113 votes. Now, that doesn't mean enough people are going to hold out from Steve Scalise. Maybe they're going to try and get more concessions from Steve Scalise. One thing I want to make sure remains intact is the motion to vacate one vote uh, with Steve Scalise. I want to give you both sides of that argument, both sides of his potential speakership. Uh, Some of the folks we spoke to last night at the Young Republican meeting Love Steve Scalise, and they are diehard Trumpers, folks. Real, real good conservative kids. So, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to give you both sides of that. Is it a mistake? It might be. It might be. Uh, but it also might be a decent and a good thing as well. So we have that as well. Brennan, what are you laughing at? Angry hot dog. Look what you just wrote. What did an angry hot dog say? Carrie bacon with you. Carrie bacon with you. Oh, my. Was that? That's Jovan. That's Jovan. my bacon. That's great. Love it. That's Jovan. Hey, Jovan. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. That was so much fun. Uh, all right. Oh, we have that. Um, uh, the border, the invasion on our southern border is a major losing issue for the Democrats now more than ever since this war in Israel broke out. We'll get to that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to need you to buckle up when we get to this. I am going to say something good about Corinne Jean-Pierre today. 
This is the biggest blind squirrel. It is the biggest blind squirrel. It's a blinder squirrel that anybody's ever seen. I've never seen a squirrel this blind before. The blind squirrel theory is going to be on full display today. I'm going to say something good about Corinne Jean-Pierre today. I, 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 it happens. There's an exception to every rule, and today is one of them. I am going to say something good about Corinne Jean-Pierre today. Stay tuned for that. The DEI director over at Cornell University. Um, an, the latest in academia to say good things about Hamas. Unbelievable. I, don't, I just don't understand this. How people could be taking the side. I don't care. Look, Palestine is one thing. But this terror organization, Hamas, to, 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 to glorify them, whoa. Like, that's just, that's just too much. Trump leading big, big league. You know about the word. Everyone says I said big league. And it could be big league. But I also say bigly. You know that, bigly. Trump leading bigly in Michigan. And also in a national poll. Uh, we'll, re- we'll report on that later. If I seem a little uh, shaky this morning, a little shaken McGroin, um, if I, I have had three Excedrins, a big cup of coffee, Two white vein kratom. I'm trying to make sure that I can do this show for you. Last night was wild. Woke up. Officer Jimmy's going to, gonna. oh, there's another ailment. I'll tell you right now. Last night I woke up nauseous, icy cold sweats, major migraine. I I Just, I mean, it was wild last night. So we're still dealing with a little bit of the headache, but I appreciate all you being here. I'm a little shaky right now. I'm shaking like a leaf on a tree. But... Started the morning off right, like we've been starting off every morning lately, with a little free bird. There's no better way to start the day. Rocking out, little Leonard Skinner, get the day going. You know what else is a good way to get the day going? Let me tell you a little bit about our friends over at Switch2USA.com. That's a segue and a half. How about that? This is Switch2USA.com, our friends over at Switch2USA.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been talking about how the world has been going crazy with supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, and sky-high gas prices. We all know how these big box stores were allowed to stay open the whole time. Well, so many little guys, small business owners, and regular people, beautiful people, were forced to close. The wealthiest people on the planet became better off while mom and pop suffered. The question is, what are we willing to do about it, and how can our voices be heard? Well, you can vote with your dollars. That is how we make a difference. This is a call to action. Switch away from the big box conglomerates and shop Factory Direct at a family-owned, made in America. Manufacturer for all of your monthly consumables, toothpaste, shaving cream, laundry detergent, shampoo, healthy snacks, and now grass-fed beef. All delivered right to your door. No more made in China. Switch to made in the USA. It's one of the best ways to get around the crazy inflation. Shop with family-owned companies that put their customers first rather than their shareholders and corporate executives. You see that form on your screen. If you're watching on video, rumble.com slash LFA TV. If you're listening on audio, go to switch2usa.com. Fill out the form on the right-hand portion of your screen and join the parallel economy that has been formed. Join the massive sweep happening through Patriot Nation and decide right now today that you want to be a part of the movement to cut off their cash flow. That's the evil, toxic, I haven't shown this portion of the screen in a while. If you're watching on video, rumble.com slash LFA TV, you see it. That is the citrus wheel of doom. Those are the bad people. They, they're going to take your money. They're going to support things you don't like. Sign up. My friend will give you a call back. She's smiling at you on the screen. Her name's Maria. She will enroll you. Then you can start shopping at this privately owned mom and pop. That is switch the number two USA.com. Switch the number two USA.com. Switch the number two USA.com. We've also got EnviroCleanse. Everybody likes to say, oh, it's all the same stuff. 
home air purification. It's all the same. Well, if that was the case, why would the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to, to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? So that's because EnviroCleanse advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification. And now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flu from taking your whole family down. And it's how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and much better sleep. But you have to go to EK Pure. That is Echo Kilo, Papa Uniform Romeo Echo, ekpure.com. Use the code LFA for 10% off of your EnviroCleanse home air purification unit. You will also receive a free air quality monitor. And fast and free shipping. That is a $150 savings at ekpure.com. Use your code LFA. That is ekpure.com, promo code LFA, ekpure.com, promo code LFA. Let me tell you something about EnviroCleanse. Back in, whoa, whoops, sorry about that, folks. Back in July, Brennan had a terrible flu. I mean, it was like the worst flu we've ever seen. It wasn't the China virus. It was a terrible thing. And... We had the EnviroCleanse absolutely cranking. It was on overdrive. Did Sean get sick? He didn't. Did he almost get sick? He did. We might need a new filter soon. But we, it's been a while since I've said I'm sorry. All right, Rangers Astros and the ALCS. Rangers now, apparently the, uh, the baseball team gets their, um, their uh, good vibes from Creed. Well, arms wide open. <laughs> Someone said in my video I did for Dinesh D'Souza, the, uh, the video uh, promoting police state, they said, who knew Scott Stapp was based? They said I, had the, they said I look like Scott Stapp. I'll take it. That's the lead singer of Creed. <laughs> my sacrifice. Can you take me higher? <laughs> That's what he did. Scott Stapp. It's great. All right, ladies and gentlemen, one more. One more thing. LFATV.us. Go over. Check out the LFATV website. That is LFATV.us. Check it out. It's right. Oops, that's not on your screen yet. Uh, Internet's running a little slow here. May have to give AT&T a call today. There it is. LFATV.us loading on your screen right now. It's buffering. Oh, no. There it is. LFATV.us. Click on the LFATV store tab. And folks, that's not the LFA TV website that's slow. That's my internet that's running a little slow this morning. You see the clearance sale on your screen uh, if you're watching on video. If you're watching on audio, please subscribe to our audio podcast, by the way. Uh, Ungoverned on all podcasting platforms. You can find it there. Thank you very much. Uh, $10 uh, $10 until the uh, items are gone on clearance. You also see some brand new items on the website. That is LFATV.us. Check out all the merch that's over there. LFATV.us. Or you can go to Jeremy Harrell dot com slash store check them out really appreciate it ladies and gentlemen uh thank you so much for hanging out here with us i see so many uh mcgroins that tits on mcgroin that's that's ashley that's ashley Ashley. so there's so there are there there are just mcgroins all over it's a virus it's it's amazing i i love it i absolutely love it uh someone said i didn't know adam levine was based sean you look like adam levine beauty queen of only 18 she has some problem what it has some trouble with her and she will be loved <laughs> oh stop it stop that 
listen to this. We got Simon Cowell over here, American Idol, just booing the crap out of me. I got a headache. I'm sweating my balls off because we have kittens. We got to keep them warm. So Sean is on, on overheating. It's great. It's all good. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm from the city of Massachusetts. Thank you so much. Yeah, Brennan's from the city. If you missed that last night on, on uh, Captain Deplorable, the Rumble channel, rumble.com slash Captain Deplorable, uh, Brennan thought Massachusetts was a city. That's pretty funny. Massachusetts is a state with a crazy name of one of their lakes. Have we ever heard of this, ladies and gentlemen? I, I think it was named after Elizabeth Warren's uncle, Lake Charkagagag Manchagagag Chabanagungamug. If any people are from Massachusetts, have you ever been to Lake Charkagagag Manchagagag Chabanagungamug? Say, Sean, what are you doing? You're off, you're, off the, you're off your rocker. Yeah, I am a little bit. I'm a little bit off my rock. I got hairy legs. Kids, rub my leg down in the pool. Let's talk about Sk- Steve Scalise, shall we? Let's talk about Steve Scalise. Before we do that, we have, wow, 1,700 people already tuned in. Almost 400 likes. Remember, to keep the uh, likes coming in, we're not going to make any death jokes about it because there's just so much bad stuff happening. But if you don't hit the like button, I promise you what's going to happen in your future, you're going to step on a Lego. You're going to stub your toe. You're going you're gonna to hit your head on the freezer because you left the door open. You're going to get stuck in horrible traffic if you don't hit the like button. I promise you bad energy Non-lethal, but bad energy is headed your way. Right, Major inconveniences are in your future. Yep. Trump the fortune teller would be kind of funny, too. Give me a crystal ball. What? Brennan is a Russian spy. <laughs> if anybody's seen what I look like versus what she looks like, you say, Russian spy. Total Russian spy. I'm in trouble. Russia, Russia, Russia. Not in the mornings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's why we're going to get a Brennan cam. All right. Steve Scalise has been elected the GOP nominee for Speaker of the House. And everyone wants to know, what is the story here? Is it a mistake? And I'm going to tell you one way and the other way, one side and the other side. Steve Scalise wins the GOP nomination for House Speaker. Let's get to this quick story over on uh, the post-millennial. Steve Scalise, during a closed-door vote on Wednesday, Majority Leader Steve Scalise. Now, everyone thinks that the entire vote happened behind closed doors. No. The Republican conference elected their nominee, behind closed doors. Now, the bad part about that is for us, we don't really know who voted for who. The thing is, that's somewhat generally a normal practice to have the the whole conference nomination behind closed doors. We don't need the Democrats seeing who's voting for who and, and knowing all that. So there's, there's a good thing and a bad thing. There. Multiple lawmakers told The Hill that Scalise won the nomination in a 113-99 vote, defeating House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan. Now, Jim Jordan would have been my first choice. Jim Jordan seems to be someone who's a little more aggressive, uh, someone who's a little bit further aligned with MAGA. Um, Now, according to someone who I spoke to yesterday, Jim Jordan, over the course of his time in the House of Representatives, whether it's because he doesn't want to wear a jacket or because he's a little more aggressive and a little more hardline MAGA than most, has, as our friend, I'm not going to say his name because I don't know if he wants that on record, Jim Jordan hurt some people's little feelings, right? That's exactly how he put it uh, to us last night. Jim Jordan hurt feelings. And if you hurt feelings, people like Republicans, you know, they hold grudges. The swamp will hold a grudge. And so Jim Jordan didn't win his nomination for speak or his, his uh, nomination attempt running for uh, to be the nominee for Speaker of the House. People held grudges against him. That's what it seems like happened. And so to me, that's a bad thing. Because if you're hurting feelings of the establishment, to me, that's a good thing. One of the reasons why I happen to like Vivek Ramaswamy so much, now I'm not supporting him in the primary, but I I think he has a bright future, is because the establishment clearly hates him. And people who the establishment hates 
are people that I tend to say, hey, let me give this person a fair chance, okay? I understand there's all those things about, you know, the WEF, even though he was never involved with them, and the Soros thing, even though it was Paul Soros and not George, and he's a smooth talker and a young guy, and he used Obama's line on stage, and there's bad things and there's good things. You know, he said he would consider pardoning the Bidens. That's too weak for me. I don't like that. You know, but anybody who the establishment looks at and does not like is somebody that I look at and say, I'm going to give that person a fair chance, right or wrong. That's what I'm going to do. That's my MO, my modus operandi. Jim Jordan apparently pissed off enough of the establishment over his time in the House that uh, he hurt their feelings. And so they held it against him and they used that against him in the uh, speaker nomination uh, process. Okay. Now, the good news is Jim Jordan didn't want to be speaker anyway. He ran for it because there was a void, but he's never wanted to be speaker. That's another reason why I wanted him to be speaker. I want the people who don't want power to be in power. That's the way our founders were. George Washington didn't want to do it. Thomas Jefferson didn't want to do it. John Adams didn't want to do it, but they all wound up doing it, right? They all wound up leading our country as presidents, as representatives, as delegates, whatever you want, as generals, right? Whatever you want to say. They didn't want the power. They were put in positions of power. They governed despite not wanting to be in power to govern. That's what I wanted to see as your new House Speaker, Jim Jordan, but he's not the nominee right now. That doesn't mean he can't be Speaker, but he's not the nominee right now. It is Steve Scalise. Now, here's the, here's the positive from Steve Scalise. I talked to two hardline MAGA conservatives last night, and they said that Steve Scalise is a great choice to be Speaker of the House. These are not establishment guys. These are not, you know, squishy rhino guys. One of them actually worked in the Trump administration we spoke to last night. He said that Steve Scalise is a very good choice for Speaker of the House. Our friend from one of the one we were talking to, he was actually a refugee from California, came to Tennessee, right? So he seems to think that Steve Scalise is a good choice. Hardline Trumper, worked in the Trump administration. If Trump gets elected, he's going to say he's going to work in the Trump administration again. Thinks Steve Scalise is a good choice. Our other friend said Steve Scalise also, a very nice guy, is a good choice. But on the other side of the coin, on the other side of the coin, he did make the concession that compared to Jim Jordan, Steve Scalise is more moderate. That I don't like. Now, here's where I'm looking at it from an interesting angle. For those of you, do you know what happened to Steve Scalise back in 2017 in the chat? Does anybody, you remember we talked about this last, anybody in the chat, the live chat, remember what happened to Steve Scalise in 2017? If you know what happened to Steve Scalise in 2017, why don't you put it in the live chat if you remember uh, how Steve Scalise wound up getting so uh, so much notoriety, so much popularity, other than the fact that he's been a pretty decent conservative. Uh, in the live chat's on the screen. Do you remember what happened to Steve Scalise? If you remember, uh, share with us in the chat. He was shot by some psycho. Correct. Correct. That is what happened to Steve Scalise. So Steve Scalise, by the way, is fighting blood cancer. He seems to be fighting some sort of blood cancer. Um, now, to me, I'm, I'm looking at this from a, it's almost a morbid point of view. You know, it's almost a morbid point of view. Steve Scalise was shot. He has a new lease on life, right? He almost died because a Bernie Sanders supporter, you know, the party of gun control, opened fire in Alexandria, Virginia on a baseball field where Republicans were practicing for the congressional baseball game that they play every year. Steve Scalise was shot, I believe, in the stomach. He still has a hard time walking. He was a victim of left-wing extremism. Is that going to be 
part of his driving factor to be less moderate and more conservative and stronger as the new Speaker of the House if he wins. That's number one. Number two, he is fighting blood cancer. I don't know what his prognosis is. But let's say he feels like, and I'm not, look, this is not, I don't, I don't want anyone to get the wrong opinion or the wrong feeling of what I'm saying. But is it possible that if Steve Scalise is the speaker and he's fighting this really, I mean, every, every case of cancer is serious. It doesn't matter if you're projected to live or not. Cancer is a serious thing. Is Steve Scalise looking at this where he's fighting cancer? Maybe his, I don't know what his prognosis is, like he's got nothing to lose. Does he want to, quote unquote, as our friend put it last night, go out with a bang? And I'm not saying go out in terms of out with his life, but maybe his time in Congress maybe is coming to an end because he wants to focus on his health. I don't know. Is this, are those two motivating factors, are those two driving factors something that'll help Steve Scalise be more conservative? Or, or is the entire pattern of his behavior, is his bad liberty score, is his voting with Democrats 42% of the time as opposed to like under 10% of the time for Jim Jordan, are all of those track record indicators and patterns of behavior indicative of the direction that he's going to take as Speaker of the House? That's where I'm looking at right now. Now, here's where I am. Here's where I am. Steve Scalise, very close with Kevin McCarthy. Is he going to be McCarthy 2.0? The potential absolutely is there. The potential absolutely is there. Do we know one way or the other which way it's definitely going to go? The answer to me is no. The answer to that entire question is no. None of us are fortune tellers, are future tellers. None of us can see what is exactly going to happen and say, we know for sure that that's what's going to happen, that Steve Scalise is going to sell us out. We don't know. What I do know is that he was a victim of left-wing violence and extremism. He is fighting cancer. He is somebody that two, I would say, reputable sources of ours, friends we met last night, one we've known for quite some time, hardline conservatives say Steve Scalise is going to be a good speaker. I trust them. Not blindly, but I trust them. One of these two that we spoke to last night had been in D.C., he said, for 11 years and worked in the Trump administration. He trusts Steve Scalise. He thinks it's a fantastic choice, Steve Scalise. Now, he might be a puppet. He might be uniparty. He might be more uniparty than MAGA. Here's what I'm going to do with this. We're going to make sure, number one, that the, we have to make sure. I, I can't do anything about it. I'm not in Congress. Thank God for them, right? Because that would be a mess. I want to make sure that our congressional representatives, the Freedom Caucus, you know, the Patriot 8, the Patriot 20, make sure that that one vote, it takes one vote, motion to vacate, remains in place. That'll keep Steve Scalise in line, number one. Number two, if that stays in place, I'm giving him a chance. I'm giving him a chance. He may disappoint us, and if he does, Matt Gates, do it again. He may disappoint us, and if he does, remove him. Jim Jordan, it's yours. Now, we do have to wait until the entire House votes. He needs 217 votes to win the speakership. I don't think any Democrats are going to vote for him. They want this to continue to be, quote-unquote, chaotic. But I am going to give Steve Scalise a fair chance. The folks that we spoke to last night, who are hardliners, they're they're Good, I mean, really good conservatives. If you knew these two, specifically our friend that we've known for a while, um, you would say, wow, okay, 
He, if he likes him, even though he says he's more moderate, if he likes him, we should at least wait and see. And when he makes a mistake, if he makes mistakes, if he starts to move more towards the center, Scalise, then we criticize him. But I'm not going to write him off just yet. I'm going to give him a fair shake. If he disappoints us, you guys know I will be the first person coming on here flipping out about Steve Scalise. Just like I didn't trust McCarthy. And I don't trust Steve Scalise either. I don't even trust Jim Jordan, i got to be honest. I don't trust any of them. Actions speak louder than words, right? Jim Jordan does a lot of talking. Right? I want to see some action. Actions speak louder than words. I didn't trust McCarthy. I gave him a fair chance, though, because he's what we had to deal with. And we gave him a shot, and I think he should have been removed sooner, and he was removed eventually. I think we take the same... I think we have to take the same approach to Steve Scalise, and I think we have to understand, like I said back when everybody was first floating the rumor, Donald Trump was never realistically going to serve as Speaker. I know there was the interim thing, and he said he was open to it, but then he wasn't, and then he was going to go to D.C., and then he didn't. It was never going to happen. Please stop. This is one thing I really want everyone to stop doing. Stop relying on one man to solve all of your problems. He's the best choice, but Donald Trump can't fix everything. Even when he's president again, he's not going to be able to fix everything. You and me and everybody here, we are the ones that get the job done. The reason why the left likes to refer to us as a cult is because we think Donald Trump can step into every position and fix all the problems. Trump should be the chief justice of the Supreme Court. Trump should be the president. Trump should be the speaker. Trump should be the vice president. Trump should be this. Trump should be that. He's still the commander in chief. No. You know, Trump should coach the New York Jets. They'll win a suit. No, guys, guys, guys. I love the guy to death. But there have to be, in order for our party to maintain power after the, the second Trump term, We have to start thinking forward. We have to start looking for the person who's going to carry the torch. And it might be one of us in the chat. How freaking cool is that that we live in a country where there's 2,000 people watching our show on any given day. And it could be you. It could be you. You know, Stubbs in the chat may run for office one day. I just used him as an example. He's never expressed that to me. Maybe he will. Stubbs could wind up being the next Speaker of the House one day. It could be a McGroin. Who knows? McGroin for Congress, 2026. I have no idea. I have Matthias could want in, walk into, walk into uh, uh, you know, Congress one day. Who knows? I want to see, and Aiken McGroin said the Jets are beyond help. I mean, I, trust me. I want to see what happens with Steve Scalise. The fact that our friends last night weren't like, no, this is terrible. It's McCarthy again. The fact that they said that makes me a little more optimistic that maybe he's not what we want. Maybe Scalise is not the end game, but maybe it is a step in the right direction from Kevin McCarthy. I'm, I don't even want to say cautiously optimistic. I'm stepping back and waiting to see what happens. The McGroins know, Matthias knows, Jackie knows. They're all P1s, Dan Bongino. We're going to give the, what, the Bongino rule, right? Let's give it some time. Now, we're not going to know in 48 to 72 hours if Scalise is the speaker that we want. 
but I'm going to give it some time. Let's give it some time. Let's let it play out, and when we start to see him step out of line, then we'll be right on him. I promise you I'll be right on him because I have no allegiance to any politician up there in in Washington, D.C., none. None. Okay, so let's see what happens with Scalise. My bet is he's a little better than McCarthy, but he's not what we need totally. That's my bet. Shaken McGroin is now a monthly supporter. Thank you, Shaken McGroin, as I put that on the chat for you. Wow. So we did the whole first half, kind of breaking down uh, the uh, Steve Scalise stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Really appreciate you and all the McGroins that are here, uh, all of the LFA family, the ungovernables. Let's keep the uh, thumbs up coming. The likes are coming in hot. Uh, we finished yesterday at... Uh, over 1,000 again over the course of the entire day. Uh, and it really that really helps us fly up the charts. Let's see if, uh, if the Rumble leaderboard filled out completely. I'm going to take a look and see if our show wound up on that Rumble leaderboard or not uh, somewhere. It looks like based off the numbers that we were once again a top 20 show yesterday. So thank you again uh, for that. Really appreciate it. You're all the best. That's why we always ask for the, uh, the likes, the thumbs up. Oh, we did 15,000 views again yesterday, so that's really cool. To all of you who are liking our show and being a part of our show every single day, if you can do us a favor and please subscribe to our audio podcast on any platform, any podcasting platform. If you search Ungoverned or you can search Ungoverned with Sean Farris, you'll see a logo. It looks like, and I'm looking into the thing pointing. Please subscribe to our audio podcast. It really helps us out. We've gotten a bunch of uh, uh, audio subscribers over the past couple of uh, days. It's only been up for about a week. Uh, we're going to be putting Brennan and I some exclusive audio-only stuff on there thinking about ways to do it. So uh, so please subscribe to the audio podcast there. I'm going to try and record the McGroin backstory this weekend, maybe on Sunday because Saturday we're busy, but uh, maybe on Sunday re- record the, the Holden McGroin backstory, the, why people thought I was actually the one using the Holden McGroin name in Dan's chat. All right, folks, let's get to a word from our friends over at letsgobrandontoken.com. This is crypto, and uh, you know, with all this inflation going on, crypto usually starts to boom, so I would say to look into it. It's not financial advice. It is friendly advice. Check out letsgobrandontoken.com, the only LGBT that I will support. Let's take a deep dive into the world of crypto where innovation meets freedom and community empowerment. I am thrilled to introduce you to Let's Go Brandon Token. What sets them apart is its unique approach to giving back. With every transaction made using the token, 2% goes directly to the America First wallet, which is then used to donate to America First causes, candidates, and charities that align with our values. Let's Go Brandon Token rewards its token holders by dispersing 7% of the buy and sell tax back into the community. Imagine you earn passive income simply by holding your tokens and being a part of of this vibe and supportive Let's Go Brandon Token community. They're also developing a non-custodial crypto wallet called Freedom Finance, which is which will provide you with full control over your assets, ensuring security and peace of mind. With Freedom Finance, you can securely store, manage, and, and transact with your Let's Go Brandon tokens and other cryptocurrencies, and that's not all. Whether you're new to the world of crypto or looking to expand your knowledge, Let's Go Brandon Token has you covered. They're offering self-paced crypto classes designed specifically for beginners. The classes will provide you with the knowledge and confidence to navigate the crypto landscape with ease. Visit the website today, letsgobrandontoken.com to learn more and become a part of this incredible movement. Embrace freedom, empower the community, and make a positive impact together. Remember that uh, investing in cryptocurrencies does involve risk, and it is important to do your research before making any investment decisions. These, this message is not financial advice, but it is, again, friendly advice. Check them out, letsgobrandontoken.com, letsgobrandontoken.com. And as you know, hurricane season is wrapping up, but it's not over yet. 
It's never a bad time to prepare for the next blackout. So head over to Four Patriots. That's the number Four Patriots. Millions of people lost power after Hurricane Ian blasted through Florida. And one of the first things the local government did was put out food safety tips. That's because a lot of people will watch their food spoil inside of their fridges if they're unable to get gas for their generator. Well, now you can get a solar generator. It's safe to use indoors. It is whisper quiet and it is strong enough to run your fridge. It is the Patriot Power Generator from Four Patriots. Now, it's not ordinary power. It is a generator that never needs gas ever. It even comes with a free solar panel. And right now, for a limited time, you can get $500 off at the number 4patriots.com if you use promo code LFA, Lima Foxtrot Alpha, for 10% off of everything. It is rated five stars from over 600 reviews on the website and backed by their 100% guarantee for an entire year, so it's risk-free. Now, you may be asking, why are they called for Patriots? That's become a, because a portion of every sale is donated to charities who support our veterans and their families. Just go to 4patriots.com. Get $500 off the Patriot Power Generator so you will be ready for the next blackout. That is 4patriots.com, promo code LFA, 4patriots.com, promo code Lima, Foxtrot Alpha, 4patriots.com, promo code LFA. Is the lung in the chat? I thought I saw Bad Moon talking to the lung. I saw Ashley say lung for speaker. Let's see if he's in there. If he is, that would be interesting. The lung, uh, by the way, is one of these uh, folks, a friend of mine, uh, who thought I was holding McGroin in Dan Bongino's chat as well uh, because I actually turned the lung on to Dan Bongino. He was the guy, I was going up to his property when I first listened to Bongino, stuck in traffic on the Tappan Zee Bridge. And, uh, and, and so he listens, he goes, are you in Dan's chat holding McGroin? I said, no, that's not me. So the McGroin story later, uh, check it out, audio podcast, ungoverned on all podcasting platforms. Ladies and gentlemen, I said I was going to say something nice about Corinne Jean-Pierre. It is coming, but first I want to talk about how bad the border is polling for Democrats. This new INI TIPP poll is bad for Dems. Illegal immigration is a big problem for the Democrats in 2024. You may be going, well, finally. Well, finally. Now, here I am, somebody, when I was in college, back at Hofstra University, back in 2012, before I even knew really what Donald Trump even stood for. I never watched him on The Apprentice. I didn't care about WWE. I was never, you know, really a big fan of Donald Trump. Just, I just didn't care about him, right? 2012, I was finally turning into a conservative. My dad had bought me Pinheads and Patriots. He got me that for Christmas by Bill O'Reilly. I was reading it in, in, before all my college classes started. And I was like, you know what? I want to be a Patriot. I don't want to be a Pinhead. To quote the Ramones, I don't want to be a Pinhead no more. Right. So I didn't want to be a pinhead. I wanted to be a patriot. Bill O'Reilly, his show was fantastic. I used to love it all the time. The O'Reilly factor on uh, on Fox News. And I was reading that book and I started realizing all these liberals in college, they hated me just because I was reading the book. The dirty looks and oh, all these nasty snarls. And they were getting like foaming at the mouth just seeing that I was reading Bill O'Reilly. I realized these people weren't my friends, so I realized trolling is fun, and there was a pack of liberals in the back of the class, and uh, I I asked my conservative professor, he was a conservative professor, uh, I asked him in 2012, this is when Romney was running against Obama, I said, do you think, Aiken McGroin, thank you for being a monthly supporter, do you think that we can support, uh, that we can reform immigration and create a lot of jobs in our country by building a wall on the southern border? So yes, I stole Donald Trump's voice, but Donald Trump stole my idea to build a border wall, okay? I've been talking about illegal immigration for a long time. 
It's been one of my biggest issues for a long time, and not necessarily because of the threat of terrorism, but just because we all know that if you come into the country illegally, that's a problem, number one. That's, that's number one. Number, that's number one. But number two, we all know that if you come in here illegally, you're not paying taxes. You know, it's going to drain our country. Number three, now we look at it because there are ISIS-connected smugglers operating on the border. There are tons of people coming in, millions of illegal immigrants every year that we know of, probably more than that, that we don't know, coming into the country. We don't know who they are. This is the party that needed to know if you were vaccinated or not to eat in New York City in a restaurant, but they don't care when you're coming over the border. You could be a terrorist. You could be carrying drugs. You could be trafficking women and children. You could be doing all sorts of terrible things. We don't know. We don't care. Welcome to the United States of America. And when you ask them why, they tell you, well, because the Statue of Liberty says, give me your tired, your needy, and your poor. Guys, you're on the left. You don't even like statues. You tear them down, for goodness sake. But the border has been an issue with me for a very long time. So to finally see people 11 years after I first started paying attention to it say, hey, we got a problem here. It's at least nice to see. I just hope it's not too late. I just hope it's not too late. When you live in a world now where the Muslim extremist world is calling for a day of jihad and you live in a country where two million people have come across the border over the course of a year, you say, wow, this is actually a credible threat. They are just coming in. Well, that's why it's polling so badly for Democrats. That's why it's polling so badly for Democrats. With a... Record surge, this is from the article here on Red State, with a record surge of illegal immigrants into the United States, INI slash TIPP asked the 1,378 voters who responded to the national online poll, which was taken from September 27th to 29th, quote, how would you describe the current situation at the United States southern border with Mexico? The poll taken from 20, the September 22nd to 20, uh, 7th to 29th has a margin of error of 2.7 points and provided five potential responses for participants. It's a crisis, a major problem, a minor problem, not a problem and not sure. The response was clear and unequivocal. 72%, that's almost three quarters of Americans, called it either a crisis or a major problem. 22% said that it was was either a minor problem or not a a problem. And only 6% said they weren't sure. So this is an issue where people have made up their minds. It's about three quarters to one quarter, major problem, crisis, to minor problem or not a problem. In other words, it's a major problem and everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Now, what was one of the first things they tried to do to Donald Trump in 2016? He wants to build a wall because he hates brown people. He wants to build a wall because he's a racist. He called them bad hombres. Bad hombres. These are bad people. These are bad hombres. They're not sending their best. You know about it. They're sending bad hombres. We don't know these hombres. I'm the greatest hombre in the history of the world. I love Hispanics. I love Taco Bells and Trump Tower. Great people. Jill Biden and Crooked Joe, they called the Hispanics. They call them Latinxes. They call them breakfast tacos. Could you believe that? Turns out Latinx and breakfast taco, these are not things that the Latino community appreciates. Not at all. Turns out, huh? I felt Puerto Rican. <laughs> I feel Puerto Rican in this hell. Turns out Americans are, fair, are, are, are fed up with what's going on on our southern border. Now, what's the stance on this show, Brennan? Is it a crisis on the border anymore? On this show? Yeah, on this show. Oh, yeah. No. No? It's not a crisis anymore on this show. It's an invasion. Show. Invasion, right? it's an invasion. That's right. It's an invasion. That's right. It's not just a crisis. It's not a major problem. It's not an issue. It is an invasion. 
Clear and present danger being presented to the, to the United States down there on the southern border. So it's polling badly, and it's polling badly because we don't know who's coming into the country. Now you're living in a world where there's this global day of jihad that the Muslim extremist world wants to promote to people all around the world to cause havoc and wreak havoc and cause terror in Western civilizations around, around the world. And you live in a country where millions of people have crossed the border. ISIS-connected smugglers have been found to be operating on the border. A global day of jihad is 24 hours away, potentially, and we don't know any of these people that came in, what their intentions are, and how they feel about our country. That is why it's polling badly for Democrats. That is why it's polling badly for Democrats. Now, another interesting takeaway from this war in Israel is what I mentioned yesterday. The Democrats live by division, but die by division. Their party is fracturing. Their party is fracturing. Corinne Jean-Pierre, I don't think, you could never have predicted I would say something like this on this show. Did something good yesterday, Corinne Jean-Pierre. I'm going to compliment Corinne Jean-Pierre. She slammed the House Terror Caucus yesterday in a response, in in a statement, responding to their pro-Hamas soft on terror statements. I'm going to play this for you because it's, it's like you can hear me say it, but you have to watch her say it. Corinne Jean-Pierre slams the House Terror Caucus. People call them the squad. You know, I don't refer to them as the squad anymore. The House Terror Caucus, the notorious PIG, Rashida Tlaib, AOC, Ilhan married my brother Omar, Ayanna Presley, Corey Bush, Anybody else that associates with them, that is the House Terror Caucus. And even Corinne Jean-Pierre crushed them, slammed them. Take a look. I've seen some of those statements this weekend, uh, and we're going to continue to be very clear. We believe they're wrong. Uh, we believe they're repugnant, and we believe they're disgraceful. Uh, our, our condemnation belongs squarely with terrorists who have brutally murdered, raped, kidnapped hundreds, hundreds of Israelis. Uh, There can be no equivocation about that. There are not two sides here. There are not two sides. Uh, President Biden has been clear on where he has stood. You heard him, you heard from him directly uh, today. You heard from him also on Saturday on this. There's been multiple statements from this president uh, and he's taking uh, action to provide additional support to ensure that Israel has has what they need. There you go. There's Corinne Jean-Pierre. Slamming the House Terror Caucus. Never thought I'd say a good thing about that woman, Corinne Jean-Pierre, but she's 100% right. The blind squirrel, ladies and gentlemen, has found a nut. The Democrat Party is fracturing over Israel. They're fracturing. Because what do they do? What can they do? What should they do? They either have the radical left, which is openly pro-Palestine. Openly pro-Palestine. Remember, This is Black Lives Matter Los Angeles, openly pro-Palestine, openly pro-terror. Remember, this is Black Lives Matter Chicago, openly pro-Palestine, openly pro-terror. Remember, this is Rashida Tlaib, the notorious PIG in the House Terror Caucus, openly pro-Palestine, openly pro-terror, refusing to condemn the beheading of babies. Well, the left likes When babies die anyway, you know, anything we know that they are, you know, obviously pro-death, not just pro-abortion, but pro-death. 
openly pro-Palestine, openly pro-terror, radical left, House Terror Caucus, hijacking the Democrat Party. And now they're fracturing because they're going to lose one of two groups. If this continues, they're either going to lose the Jewish community. And if they lose the Jewish community, I have half my family's Jewish and the other half is Italian. I know what holding grudges looks like. Okay, they're not coming back. They're not coming back. And if they lose the radical left, well, the radical left eventually will come back, but they will sit out 2024 if they think that Joe Biden and the direction of the Democrat Party doesn't fit their radical left-wing crazy agenda. So they're going to lose somebody. They're going to lose somebody. You live by division, you die by division. The Democrats are now fracturing over Israel. It's important to take note, and it's, it's important for us to continue to drive that wedge in the, you know, through that fracture in the Democrat Party. Continue to highlight how anti-Semitic, how pro-terror the House Terror Caucus actually is. Continue to highlight how soft on Hamas Ilhan married my brother Omar is. How soft and pro-terror uh, 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 Rashida, the notorious PIG Talib, is. How ridiculously dumb and misguided AOC's comments are about calling for, instead of Israel to do what's necessary to defend itself, like she's called on Ukraine to do, to call for a ceasefire and de-escalate. No, sorry, the time for de-escalating was when Hamas was making threats about wiping Israel off the map. That's when you could have called for de-escalating. We have to continue to highlight how anti-Semitic, how pro-terror the House Terror Caucus, AOC, the notorious PIG, Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan married my brother Omar. We have to continue to highlight how awful these people are. Because what it will do is it will fracture the Democrat Party electorally. It'll drive a wedge between two very important groups for their electoral chances. Either the radical left, the BLM side of the party, or the generational Jews that have voted Democrat because they're just used to it. One of those two factions of Democrat voters aren't voting Democrat if this wedge is driven home. We have to drive it home. And it's not just propagandizing what's going on. This is legitimately what's happening. You have seen the House Terror Caucus drive this party in such a way that they are now taking an anti-Israel, pro-terror, pro-Hamas stance. Even Corinne Jean-Pierre is upset about it. And if that's happening and you see that fracture happening, which is very rare among the Democrats, we have to drive it home. Here's BLM Los Angeles again, pro-terror. Here's BLM Chicago again, pro-terror. Whoa, shoot, I screwed that one up. Here's BLM Chicago again, pro-terror right there. Pro-terror. Drive this home. Drive it home and fracture that party. All right. Oh, I went way too long on that. Sorry about that, folks. Let's get to a word from Brickhouse Nutrition. Hey, I got another show today anyway, so uh, 5 o'clock, filling in for Jeremy Harrell with Live from America. We'll have some cool news for you over there on that show as well. 5 p.m. Eastern right here, rumble.com slash LFA TV for Live from America. Uh, first, I want to get to a word, from, a word from our friends over at Brickhouse Nutrition. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Field of Greens. 
I want to give you one simple solution that will greatly improve your life. Better sleep. Sharpen your mind to get back to feeling great. Start taking Field of Greens. This stuff is incredible. Most of you are like me. There's a list of things every day that run you down, and I am way too busy to pick fruit and chop vegetables every single day. I did my homework, and if you do your homework, you'll do what I did. You'll choose Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically chosen to support specific health functions like heart, liver, and kidney health, immune system, and metabolism. Ladies and gentlemen, Field of Greens helps me stay healthy. We're going to make America healthy again with Field of Greens. Field of Greens is the only brand with a better health promise, so enjoy Field of Greens on your next doctor's visit. If your doctor doesn't say something like, wow, whatever you're doing, it's working, keep it up, something that Chris Christie has never heard, return it for a refund. Keep your body healthy and your mind and spirit will follow. Let me get you started. With 15% off, visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code LFA. That is fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. Foxtrot Alpha, fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. And ladies and gentlemen, last but not least, OFP Farms. OFP Farms, uh, they are the greatest small family farm in the history of the United States. I've got this, their Goat Kisses Lip Balm. This is my favorite product that they have. Magnesium Balm is a close second. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know that Chapstick is owned by Pfizer, uh, once Brennan told me that, I threw it in the garbage and started using Goat Kisses Lip Balm. OFP Farms, great company. They, they do more than lip balm, too. They, they promote, uh, produce quality goat milk products for everyday use, soaps, lotions, lip balms, all-natural pain relief, and beard products. You may be asking, why goat milk? Well, here are some of the benefits. Goat milk helps to heal skin and promote regrowth of dead skin cells damaged by everyday life, harsh chemicals, and exposure to the elements. Goat milk is also packed naturally with vitamins A, B, C, E, and K. OFP Farms creates, produces, and ships directly from their farm. Products are made with premium ingredients and small batches to maintain quality. They are a family-owned and operated goat farm and a patriotic America First God-fearing company. So be sure to visit their website. You see it on your screen if you're listening on audio, OFPFarms.com, OscarFoxTrotPapaFarms.com. Visit their website and browse their amazing selection of products. And don't forget to use your promo code LFA15. That is Lima Foxtrot Alpha 15 for 15% off of everything on the website. That is OFPFarms.com. Promo code LFA15, OFPFarms.com, promo code Lima Foxtrot Alpha 15, OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. They've been on the show before. OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15 for 15% off. Really appreciate them being a part of the show. As always, they're a great company with great products. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want to talk about this Cornell University story while we have a few minutes left. This is all we're going to have time for. Cornell DEI director slammed after he, much like others in the academia world, have called Hamas terror attacks the resistance. What did I say about the wedge that's being driven through the Democrat Party? You have academia that are openly indoctrinating students. You wonder why there are dozens, tens almost probably across the country, hundreds if not thousands of student groups across these college campuses protesting in favor of Hamas, in favor of Palestine, in favor of terror. The House Terror Caucus, AOC, the notorious PIG Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan married my brother Omar, the pro-terror caucus in the House of Representatives. Those people go the exact same way, they fall the exact same way as these academic types, these children who have been indoctrinated. They are the reason, the House Terror Caucus and academia, why a protest like this took place in New York City. They are the reason why you're seeing a story like this out of Cornell University. This is their Director of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. 
otherwise known as critical race theory. Taking a pro-terror stance. So if you want to know why these children are coming out of college and all of a sudden showing up at these protests in New York City for terror in favor of terror groups, this is why. This is why. It is no surprise to see that. And again, the Democrat Party is going to have to make a choice. They're either going to bend the knee to the radical left and abandon Israel and embrace anti-Semitism and embrace terror, or they're going to abandon the radical left and embrace uh, Israel and be pro-Israel, and those people are going to sit out the next election. We have to drive that wedge all the way through the Democrat Party because it is a wedge that needs to be driven. We have to force them to take a position. There is no, as Corinne Jean-Pierre said herself, there are no two sides. You cannot play the middle ground here. You cannot be on the fence. Either you are anti-Semitic, pro-terror, pro-Hamas, or you're not. There's no middle ground. There is not even a needle to thread. Our job right now is to drive that wedge home and force the Democrats into a position because whatever position they have to take, they lose a very important faction electorally for their chances in the next election. They're either going to lose the BLM, radical left, pro-terror portion of their party, or they're going to lose the, the generational Jewish voters that are just disgusted by their pro-terror anti-Semitic stances. We drive that wedge home. They don't even have a chance, not just in the next election, but in the next, uh, the next bunch of elections coming up. Because the Jewish community will not just come back. They will hold a grudge. Trust me, I've seen it happen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching and listening. I really appreciate you being a part of the show. Please subscribe, even if you watch us every day on Rumble to our audio podcast. We are going to be coming with some exclusive audio only. It is free content there for you. Please hit that Rumble button, the like button, as we, uh, as we continue to end the show. We're 25 away from 700. Really appreciate if we can get there. As if you don't, you've got really bad inconveniences coming up uh, in your future. Bad traffic, Legos being stepped on, stubbed toes, etc. Thank you for being here this morning to uh, all of the LFA family, the Ungovernables, the McGroins, and everybody else. Uh, really appreciate you. We got Jeremy Harrell coming up next with Live from America at 11 a.m. Mike Crispy Unafraid at noon. Lab Majority with Kevin Smith at 1. Matter of Fact with Ryan Matter at 2. Wrong Think with Anna Perez at 3. The Santilli Report with Pete Santilli at 4. Live from America, not with Jeremy tonight. I'm filling in, so come back at 5 o'clock Eastern right here. Culture Wars with the Great Will Johnson at 6. Based America with Drew Hernandez at 7. And Brave TV with Dr. Jason Dean at 8 p.m. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Again, as President Trump says, we will never give up. We will never give in. We will never, ever surrender. And if all else fails, we will just become ungovernable. Thank you again for watching and listening. God bless you. God bless this one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We will be right back here today at 5 p.m. Eastern with Live from America. I'll be filling in for Jeremy. And if you can't catch us then, we'll be back here tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, rumble.com slash LFA TV. Please make sure you hit the like button on the way out. Please make sure you are subscribed to our channel on the way out. Subscribe to our audio podcast if you can on the way out. And we will be back here at 5 p.m. today. Share the show with at least one friend. And we'll be back here again uh, tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern for Ungoverned. Thanks for watching and listening. We'll catch you later this afternoon. And we'll catch you again tomorrow. <laughs>